Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and I sat down and talked about the easy decision versus the right decision. Today, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. today for episode number 220, we are going to do a small talks episode on the word pain. Ah, no pain, no gain. Some would say. And just FYI, it has been a long night thus far. We have been in the studio since... I've been here since 3.30. It is now 11.30, so it's been eight hours, and we're, we're grinding. Uh, speaking of pain, yes. it has been a painful evening. Yes, for you. In many ways, yeah. I think it's been good. But it's been real good for Kevin. Yes. Uh, but that's okay. All right, so <laughs> if you are hyperconscious, which I expect you are or are about to be if you're a new listener, please go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com and join our like-minded community of hyperconscious people. If you're hyperconscious, you are now designing a life on your own terms, and you're going to need a community around you that will support you and help you to do that, and also provide you feedback on things you can improve. Guys, if something Alan or myself says during this episode motivates you, it helps you come to some sort of conclusion, or break something loose in you that you've needed for a long time, please screenshot, I can see you smiling out of the corner of my eye. Oh, yeah? Uh, please screenshot this and share it on Instagram, tag Alan and myself. Guys, we're really building momentum with the podcast. We've been able to travel and speak, and we want to do more of that. So the more sharing you guys do, the bigger we'll get, the better guests we'll be able to get, the more traveling we'll be able to do, and we'll be able to meet you guys one-on-one, and this train will never stop a-rolling. So we appreciate you so much. The goal is massive impact, and we're seeing a tremendous amount. I mean, we have hyperconscious people masterminding with each yeah, other yeah. when we're not even there. I mean, we're really, really proud of what we're creating, and it's all thanks to you. And we're doing a hyperconscious dinner. Me, you, Taryn, and uh, I know Emily and Tom. It's like, you know, it's all happening. It's honestly it's wonderful. It's all happening. It's we, wonderful. And somebody today, um, who was it? Megan. Shout out to Megan. Shout she shared to today Megan. about how much the podcast has impacted her. It means the world to us. Uh, Jesse... Um, like suggested us for a speech like there's so many good things happening and we appreciate you guys so much it means the Uh, world to us thank you so much okay so pain (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a weird segue there. Right, right, right. Uh, we appreciate you so much, but we're going to talk about pain today. Let's talk about pain. All right, so I looked up the definitions earlier, and I made sure in advance, because last time when I was reviewing the latest episode, Small Talks, I went through a bunch of definitions that were irrelevant. Yes. So in an effort to not waste your time, I'm going to go through these, these three relevant definitions. Number one, physical suffering or distress due to injury or illness. Number two, a distressing sensation in a particular part of the body, such as back pain. The third one is the most relevant, mental or emotional suffering or torment. In other words, I am sorry my news causes you such pain. So um, before we jump into this episode, I had a few questions prepped for Kevin, but I want to frame the context of this around basically no pain, no gain. So I'll just jump right into the first question here. So people often say the phrase, again, no pain, no gain. And we often refer to this phenomena as growing pains. In fact, I think with all the stuff we've been going through, uh, it might be time for Growing Pains Part 4 Oh man! <laughs> at some point. <laughs> it's funny how they just keep coming like quicker and quicker right. in succession. Question for Kevin. But for you personally, what is your best personal definition of pain, and what do you hope the listeners take away from this episode? Oh my goodness. Um, so first of all, I got stung in the back of the head by a bee today, right. and that was pain. On the way to McDonald's. and Pain for no gain on that no, one. No, the gain was McDonald's. It was good. Oh, true. And I liked true. it. Um, <laughs> McFlurries. Was it, what's my definition of pain, or what is it a personal experience of pain? I'm sorry, I was talking about bees. No, you're good. But for you personally, what is your best personal definition of pain, and what do you hope the listeners will take away from this episode? Pain for me, like my, pe- my best personal definition is when something happens to you where... It hurts you so bad that you feel like you lose a part of yourself and you don't know if you can continue. Like, I feel like I've had some of those moments, but not not like a ton, but it's always been like heartbreak for me. Right. Like, when you question everything, literally everything, and you're sitting like in your own loneliness wondering how tomorrow will exist. It just seems like tomorrow can't happen. Jeez. Yeah, that's, that's pain to me. Like, when I get really low, it, it feels hopeless. It feels like there. It does. You can't see tomorrow. Like I'm worried about getting through today, and not like from a suicidal thing, but just like when you lose all hope, it's hard to imagine what tomorrow's like. And I haven't had one of those in a long time. Right. But when you have them, it's it's scary. It's scary. Well, you have a lot of hope now. I have a lot of hope. I have a lot of hope, and I know the pain that I'm going through now is for something greater. And it wasn't always that way. So, what do you hope the listeners take out of this episode? I want you to take out that number one, the pains that you have been through should not be the chains that hold you back. Um, They can be what propels you forward as long as you use them for the right thing. And number two, no matter like whether or not things are going amazingly well or terribly bad, neither one will last. Right. If you're going through tremendous pain right now, keep going because there is something on the other side of that. As long as you're willing to look and take the lesson out, there is lessons in both pain and pleasure. And I think the lessons in pain are usually far more impactful. Uh, I do too. Because you have to change everything. This is an analogy I used to use all the time. Um, if you go into a fight, I love uh, mixed martial arts boxing, so I always use fighting analogies. If you go into a fight and you get your ass kicked, you have to go back to the drawing board and you have to fix everything. Right. Everything. If you win, you don't have to change anything. Just do what you did again. Yeah. And, you know, I think pain is its something we run from. It's something we hide from. But if it's something that's happening to you right now and you can't control that, take as many lessons as you can because you'll be grateful eventually. Even if nothing else, you'll be more appreciative of pleasure when it comes. Yeah. 
because if you're in the dark, it's darkest before the dawn, and when the dawn does come, just don't ever lose sight of... I'll never forget when The Rock said this in his speech to the LA Lakers. He said, I keep the dark times in the forefront of my mind because it makes it gives you a perspective. It, it, and he says verbatim, it allows me to go into these big moments, these life-changing moments, with gratitude. Like, he remembers what it was like to be kicked out of his home, to be evicted, to be arrested when he was a kid, like things like that in Hawaii. So that's one thing that I try to remember. When things are going really well, don't forget that that next painful moment is coming. And by the way, use the pleasurable time, the uptick of your life, for something productive. Well, I think pain is something that a lot of people hide from. Like you and I, when we work out at certain times, I dig for pain. I, oh, yeah. I look back into my past about the times that, that hurt me. It's not because I, I'm self-loathing. It's because I'm looking for motivation in the moment, and it helps me get rid of some of that pain. Right. That's why working out and fitness and exercise and cardio and all those things, are they're so good for you. It's like therapy. It really you, is. You get to get rid of some of that, that like heavy, painful emotion. I know. I did that earlier today. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about some dark moments earlier during my workout. Okay, so personally, I believe there are four types of pain. This is going to get a little technical, but oh, bear with me. Oh boy. I think there's physical pain, yeah. which is like if you broke your arm. Bee sting. Okay, or a bee sting, right. I think there's mental pain. This is like a headache from studying for four hours straight, something like that. Okay. Or right now, being in this room yep, for I've had too long, for forever, a minute, yeah. of all time. Um, so that, that's physical pain, mental pain. There's emotional pain, which you alluded to, which is like heartbreak after an intimate relationship ends. And then there's spiritual pain. And this is what I believe is when the snow globe gets the most shaken. I think spiritual pain is when there's real suffering. In other words, you have a global belief that gets shaken. Mm. So, like, let's say you wholeheartedly believe you're a success. And that's a global belief for you. And then you go and fail on something big that you really thought you'd win at. That, to me, makes you question yourself and question your beliefs and question everything. Um, When you lose a loved one that you subconsciously believed would always just always be there. Yeah. Um, I think spiritual pain is when you have to question your beliefs. Emotional pain is when you're in heartache, you lose someone or something that you, that you love and care for deeply. Mental pain is when you're straining your mind to really push past its current limits, whether it's a math test or studying for physics or whatever it is. And then I think physical pain is obviously like when you're in the gym lifting, things like that. So, question for Kevin. Question. For the listeners, can you please describe one specific example of each in your own life? Sure. And how did you, or could have if you didn't, use it to grow as a person and get better? So, I'm going to rephrase that. Can you please describe one specific example of each, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, okay? And how did you, or could have used it to grow as a person and get better. And when I say or could have, I mean if you use an example that you didn't use it to get better, like before the podcast, then what could you have done differently? All right, so physical pain, I'm going to say tattoos. Okay. Because that's self-inflicted. I chose to lay down for hours at a time and get tattoos. That's a great example. And there's something about... When you, for those of you who are watching or listening, if you're watching, you know I have a sleeve and then I have never quit on my other forearm, but um, there is something about hitting a certain painful part in a tattoo where you don't care about the tattoo anymore, and it's like, yo, get me out of here. Like, in my armpit area was the worst pain I've ever, probably the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire life. Terrible. 
No terrible. Kidding. Oh my god. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Goddamn. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> but what did it teach me? It taught me on the other side of this pain is the beauty you're here for. Like the only reason that's why it's rare. It's it's rare because it hurts. You know, and that's that's kind of like life. It's kind of life. There's a reason there's a reason that if you're sitting here listening to us or watching uh, watching us right now, you're not maybe you're not chasing your dreams. If you're not chasing your dreams, there's a reason why. Cuz you think it's going to be hard or you think it's going to hurt or you might not think you can do it. That's all pain. There's pain on there's going to be so much pain on the journey, but it's not bad pain. So Let's go into mental pain. I have, I have experienced so much mental pain on this journey. Like, Brendan, going through Brendan Burchard's High Performance Academy while having anxiety attacks every day. That was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Driving six hours to see Dave Meltzer, missing his speech, and then right. sitting in on a meetup for three hours where he <laughs> talked about the deepest stuff ever. I literally was struggling to stay there. I mentally. remember that. In the hotel room after. Yeah, I was fried. Right. I was I have gone through I think that's one of the things is like I can sit in on that. I can sit on a, in a lot of mental pain, but you do. You get fried. You get a headache. You get cloudy. You get you start like dozing off and staring off into the you know I, I there were several times where I wanted to tap out and be like, yo, I gotta get out of here, man. I can't do this. Right. What what did I take from that? What did I learn from that? Dave Meltzer's our mentor now. <laughs> Why? Because we were more interested than interesting. We sat in, and we listened to everything he said. Imagine if you didn't stay. It, Imagine probably, if you asked me to go. Right. Wow. Right. Right. Wow. Keep going. Um, yeah. So that's physical and mental. Emotional pain. Wow. Emotional pain. I'm trying to think of the hardest time I ever had. While you think I'd like to say something. Please do. I think what's fascinating about pain is that it's necessary to grow, but pain for the sake of pain is not good. Mm. Like, both of what Kevin just said, pain for the tattoo was for a greater end state. For me, yeah. Right. Pain of sitting in the discomfort of three hours after a six-hour drive of mental stimulation from Dave Meltzer was for a greater end state. The funny thing is we couldn't have anticipated that he would be our coach and mentor, right, but, right. We, but we did know there was possibilities. So if you don't believe in the possibility of what's on the other side of pain, why would you go through it? You wouldn't. So that was sort of a breakthrough. Like, you never know what pain will pay off, and you have to believe in something you can't see yet. And trust that the pain will be worth it, even if it's just personal growth from a standpoint of like, I can do that. I can sit in that. I think the tattoo is a good example because what happens for those, again, for those of you who haven't got big tattoos, like, you know, your artist will start somewhere and they'll work their way and they'll do the outline. And as, as they work and you get through a certain amount of pain, you get previews of what it's going to look like. Right. And then you'll say like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. You get up and go to the bathroom and then you look at it in the mirror and you're like, wow, that's what it's going to look like. And then the pain goes away for a little bit. Right, but it's like that's what the journey is. You you go through pain, and something new comes from it. Right, and then the the that amount of pain next time will not hurt as bad because you're used to it. Yeah, you're, you're used to it. Your your hands get used to punching things. Your feet get used to walking in the sand. You know, barefoot runners. You can't run miles barefoot right off the bat, but you can when you work up to it because you have calluses. Because you have calluses, you're you're not you don't deal with the pain anymore. Um, emotional pain. Dude, this is 
So when we were down in Florida for Your World Within, if you haven't heard us talk about that, go back a few episodes. I think 216 was the Your World Within wrap-up. <clears throat> but yeah. So Alan and I were driving up to see Catherine, which was a 45-minute ride from where we were staying. And Alan and I were just talking about life. And I was just so overwhelmed. Like, there was just so much going on. I had so many thoughts. There were so many things going on. My, my focus was everywhere. My emotions were everywhere. My, my Everything was everywhere. And I just started crying. And I was like, I, it's just so much. I'm working so hard. And it's, I, was, I don't know how to explain it. I couldn't not cry. I just couldn't. I, I tried not to. I didn't want to. But once I started, I just had to like let it go. Like I was in so much emotional overwhelm and pain that like I just hurt. Like physically hurt, mentally hurt, emotionally you hurt. You can feel it. You can feel it in your gut. In I your needed heart. it. I did the same thing, but prior. Right. I did the same thing a week or two weeks earlier. Yeah. With Terrence and Eddie it's after just that so business call. Much. Yeah, it's so much. It's just so much. And again, maybe you don't want to play at the level we're playing at, and that's fine. But you will have your own unique version of emotional pain. Mm. Find, make sure that you have your dream team. Make make sure that you have your tribe. Make sure that you have your mastermind because those are the people you're going to want to lean on because they're going to understand what you're going through. Alan didn't judge me. He he told me he understood, and he's like, yeah, man, I, you're going through a lot, and he was there for me. And that's important. That's We've had, like, that's happened before. That happened in Florida last time. Mm-hmm. We were both crying. Like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. I love those moments. Not the pain of it, but the... It's healing. It's healing, yeah. It's, it's releasing deep emotions that are so... Like, I'll never forget after when I was crying after that business call and T-Mac looked at me across the, the table and he basically said, no one's ever, like, no one's going to care like you. No one's right. going to out-care you. Right. And he texted me that later. He said, like never stop caring. And to me, that's what it meant. Like, I care so much. And I remember in the truck on our way to Catherine's when you started crying, you were talking about, I think something along the lines of, like, I just care so much about this. More than anything. Right. Well, I've never cared about anything. I would do anything. anything for yeah, this. Yeah, I've never... Or, like, I would, I would die for this type of thing. I've it never was, cared about anything as much as I care about this. It's right. just, it's, it's everything. I've given up. I've given up so much for this, which, right. and I don't mean that in a bad way. I right. mean that in a good way. Right. I've given up a lot of bad habits. I've given up a lot of, you know, time with people and, and other things. But, you know, for me, this is it. This, I know. This is it. It's everything. This is my life. Yeah. So just that getting that, I, maybe it was clarity. Maybe me getting the clarity of like, wow, I'm really doing it. Maybe that's what it was. But yeah, it was it was some emotional pain, spiritual pain. I do, for me, leaving that event, leaving uh, when we when we spoke to TMF, was some spiritual pain for me. Oh, yeah. If you haven't heard that, that was like two episodes ago, I think. It's, it's all, it, honestly, a lot of it is very recent. But leaving that event, not feeling like I gave my best performance and questioning like, are you really a speaker? Because you didn't show it if you think you are. That really was spiritual pain of like really questioning the future. Of like, well, maybe I'm not a speaker. Maybe I'm just a podcast. Well, you were questioning your belief in yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that for me, because you, okay, so for the listeners, you believe so wholeheartedly, you started to believe, of you as a speaker yeah. in the future. Yeah. Which is believing in something you cannot see yet, which is vision. That's fire. I saw that in you, like, really after Confident Woman's Consortium, after that speech, you really started to see yourself as a speaker. Right. You believed in something you couldn't see yet, then that made you question your belief. And that's, like, exactly what I mean by spiritual pain. That was the that was unbelievably hard. What what do you do? You either get back in the arena ASAP or you review the rep ASAP. 
Because you're most likely, I said this in the episode, you, mo- you most likely didn't do as bad as you think. Review the tape. See what you did well, see what you did wrong, see what you can improve on, and get back in the arena. Mm. We podcasted the next day, and I felt fine. Right. We haven't done a speech since, but I, but I know I'll prepare better. Right. What's the root, what is the root cause of the problem? I did not prepare as, as well as I should have? Okay, let me make sure I do that. And that's outside of your idea. It's not you that sucked. It was your preparation right. that sucked. See right. the difference? Yeah. One of them is Kevin can't be a speaker because Kevin's not good enough. The other one is Kevin didn't prepare enough. Yeah. Completely different And he game. doesn't deserve. You don't, I don't deserve to just walk in. Right. I'm not, I'm, that's not who I am. I'm the person who prepares. I want to prepare for you. One thing I want to say, too, to everybody is if you're in pain, especially if it's emotional, it's most likely because you care a lot. Yeah. If it's, if it's because you're caring about someone or something that you shouldn't, don't go through that pain. But if it's because you deeply care, I think what's the opposite of caring is apathy. If you're apathetic, you don't care about anything. Those people that are just like, ah, eh, you know, whatever. doesn't really matter. Right. To me, I think pain is necessary if you're going to care at the deepest level. I agree. I, I think that's huge. Um, I don't know. So I think we have like a couple minutes because that says 25. Oh! But I don't know because we, we Jeffed it at the beginning. <laughs> so we might have a couple extra minutes. I don't know. Poor Jeff. Yeah, poor Jeff. Um, last question? Yeah. And we'll just do that? We'll hammer okay, it last, quick. Last we'll question. Quick. Can you please get open and vulnerable here and talk about what you tell me all the time, which is, quote unquote, the pain of growing and chasing your dreams is very real and necessary, but it's far better than living a life of pain with self-doubt, suicidal thoughts, and no hope for a brighter future. Hold on. Oh. <clears throat> for the listeners, what is one tangible example of old, non-hyperconscious Kevin Payne where he didn't use it to get better? He was just in pain just for the sake of pain, just because he wasn't getting better, versus one example of the new... Choice, hyperconscious driven Kevin, uh, choosing pain in advance for a greater end state. One example of each. Oh my goodness gracious. All right, so I'll go new first because it's the most relevant. Um, seeking feedback from you guys. When, when people DM me, I, I'll, I'll ask all the time, like any, any feedback. Right. I always want feedback of what we could do better, what you guys like, what you don't like, what you want to hear. I never would be able to do that before because it wouldn't matter. It would be part of my identity. This is about you. This is about you watching or you listening. Like that is our goal is to help you right. through our screw ups, through our lessons, our experiences, <laughs> our life, our passion, our purpose. For them, we have so many screw ups. We, we do. Yeah. We do. <laughs> so that's one thing for sure. Like also not like understanding that nothing, like not everything seems fine all the time, but it shouldn't because I'm trying to grow at such an exponential rate mm. that if everything seemed normal day to day, I'm probably screwing up. Because I'm always out of my comfort zone. I'm always in some sort of pain. And for me, that's why I'm, I, my one word is resilient. Because I, I feel like I can take more pain than anybody else can. Mm. Now, does that mean I should? Not always. Sometimes I do it unnecessarily, probably. But for me, it's worth it. You think you do it unnecessarily? Sometimes, probably. Can you give an example of that? Yeah, driving all the way to Toronto and back. Why is that unnecessary? Because I could have split time with you. Oh, True, true. But I true. didn't. I didn't want to. I'd rather do it myself. Interesting. You know, okay. I was tired. Driving to Toronto was necessary. Oh, but yeah, you yeah. doing it alone yeah. was not. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I would argue that being strategic and intelligent based on your own uniqueness, like I think yeah, I think it might have made more sense to to split that time. Probably. But but to me it was like I'd rather just do it. Interesting. So I mean sometimes like that. Sometimes I'll sh- I'll 
I'll shoulder the weight of the load, even though there's other people to hold it. I just would rather do it myself. Not maybe not rather. Maybe it's just ingrained in me. Mm. You know, I'm used to I'm used to just kind of dealing with the pain. I think that's the thing. Like, I broke I've broken three three fingers, and I never went to the hospital for them. I just let them heal themselves. Like I, I thought I tore my Achilles. I've all every time I get injured, I just deal with it. I'm used to pain. I'm just used to like dealing with pain on the day to day. It just goes away eventually. I think I'm just numb to certain things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So what's one example of non-hyperconscious, Kevin? Uh, basically, what Kevin always says is this. He, like, yeah, it may take a lot of growing pains to grow and chase your dreams. And it might be challenging, but it's better than the pain that will come if you're always chasing pleasure on the micro. I just remember, like, I would, I would sit in my recliner. I had a big screen on the wall, and I had my recliner in the corner. And I just remember I would just lay in my recliner all day and watch Netflix. And then when I went to bed that night, I would just feel like I didn't do anything. Like, this is my leg. This is what I'm doing. Just, like, laying in front of the TV all day. And I just remember being, like, super depressed, like, not wanting to go to the gym, not wanting to see people, not wanting to go grocery shopping, not wanting to do laundry, not wanting to do any of that. Like, I remember that amount of pain I was in. And if you're there, trust me, I I feel for you because I've been there. I've been there. But you got to keep going. You got to find something that makes you want to walk through that pain. Like there's something on the other side of that pain. You can either lay in that pain or you can say, you know what? I'm going to face that today and try something else. Like just go outside, go for a walk, whatever it is. Something greater than what you're doing now. Right. The old Kevin used to avoid pain. Yeah. And feedback. And then get and it then by get d- it by default. Right. 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 Where now I I seek it out. I'm going to get it anyway. 10 second blip. I'm going to get it anyway. Uh, I truly believe every single one of us is... Oh, the camera shut off. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> that means that we are way over. Yeah, we're way we over. We apologize. This is a medium talk. Yeah, we medium apologize. Um, every single one of us has dealt with a pain that could either cripple us or it motivates us to move forward. Make sure that you're choosing what you do with your pain every single day. Either it's going to hold you back or it's going to push you forward. And I, I hope for you and I want to help you. And that, are, that is always our goal is to help assist you using it to propel you forward. Fire. Um, I'm going to borrow a 10-second blip from Jim Rohn. You can have the pain of discipline today or the pain of regret tomorrow. And by discipline, I mean walking through whatever that next fire is for you, whatever that fear or failure that you're afraid of. Walk through that and take the growing pains of that rather than staying where you are and having the pain of regret. Fire. Ladies and gentlemen, we went over. We apologize for that. We hope you enjoyed this. Up next, we are going to do a Scratching the Surface episode on the difference between being selfish and selfless. Thank you, Amelia, for this suggestion. Cannot wait because this is a fascinating concept and I prepared awesome questions for Kevin. We will talk to you then. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.